Welcome to the Mining and Markets podcast hosted by Synergy Capital, your source for finding opportunity in the junior mining and resources space, one voice at a time. And welcome back to another episode of the Mining and Markets podcast hosted by Synergy Capital. I hope everyone is having a fantastic week so far. I'm looking forward to this episode and discussion we're about to have with not one, but two distinguished experts in the space. Today we're joined with Ray Ashley. He's the president of F3 Uranium and has about 40 years of exploration and development experience with numerous discoveries, most recently, which I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with, at F3's famous PLN project, which is actually the newest high-grade uranium discovery in the Athabasca region. And this discovery was led by Ray. So before we even get started, hats off to you. What an achievement that was, and still is, and probably will always be. You know, I remember reading the news release at the time regarding the the discovery and watching F3 stock multiply many, many times during that short time frame. Unfortunately, I was watching from the sidelines, but it didn't take long for me to pick up a position afterwards. So it's an honor to speak with you today, Ray. We're also joined today with Sherman Dahl, who's been on the show before. He's a highly successful entrepreneur and financier with many years of capital markets experience. And of course, he's the CEO of SKRR Exploration, which just announced some exciting news today regarding a work program for exploration at their newly optioned Clearwater West Uranium Project. So that's the primary reason for this episode. Sherman, Ray, thank you guys so much for joining me today. Let's jump right into the recent news and discuss these details a bit further. Well, thanks, Aleem. Uh, great to be on your show. And yeah, the news release this morning is really a, a follow-up to the signing of the joint venture agreement with F3. SKRR is, is very excited to be having a, the ability to execute this option agreement, number one, in, in what really is one of the most exciting areas on the planet when it comes to uranium. I mean, if we take the big picture view, you know, two of the most significant discoveries recently for uranium have been in this district. So it was based on our relationship with Ray and some of the senior, other senior management of F3 that, that we approached F3 with the idea of doing a joint venture on the Clearwater property, which is right in the heart of this, this whole district. So following up from the signing of the joint venture agreement, today we've announced that, you know, we've begun the work and begun the thought process of how we would begin work on the Clearwater program. Clearly, as outlined in the news release, one of the key aspects is working with, with Ray Ashley and his team. You know, SKRR is very fortunate to have F3 as the operator of this property. And so today's news release starts to highlight some of the areas that Ray and his team are going to be looking at in concert with us as to how we would get boots on the ground and how we would start to explore the Clearwater West project. Great. And Ray, you know, what's kind of the strategy in terms of this exploration program? Is it going to be similar to what you guys did uh, with F3 or, you know, how, what are you guys thinking so far? Yes, Aleem. Yeah, pretty much that's it. You know, I mean, the Clearwater West property, that's a property that was spun out by Fission after we made the discovery of Triple R. So, you know, to go back, the first discovery was the J-Zone, Fission Energy's J-Zone discovery in 2010. And in 2012, that Fission Energy was sold. And right after that, in 2012, was when Fission Uranium, the Triple R discovery was made. And that Triple R deposit is 13 kilometers north of Clearwater West. So it's very close to the Clearwater West property. So the Clearwater West property was acquired back then. And it was spun out into F3 along with other properties. So, you know, we've actually worked on the Clearwater West property quite a long time ago. The initial work, airborne geophysics, it's the same 
sequence exploration sequence of activities that we've followed, you know, in making these several discoveries in the basin. A lot of that work at Clearwater West has already been done. Airborne electromagnetic survey was flown in 2013. That resulted in discovering several EM conductors. And those conductors are what we look for that end up being reactivated shear zones along which the fluids travel that these high-grade uranium deposits are associated. So the EM survey was done. An airborne radiometric survey was also flown. And so quite a long time ago, the first drill program at Clearwater West was carried out in 2015. And only three drill holes were drilled during that program because of budget constraints. So we're excited to be able to go back and continue the exploration at Clearwater West. As Sherman said, it's in the an ideal location due south of Arrow and Triple R, which are, you know, world very large deposits in an area where uh, it's almost certain that the next major development of uranium mines in the Athabasca Basin is going to be. So it's, you know, the best place to look for a deposit is near a, a deposit. So it's ideally situated. A lot of the work to generate drill targets is already done. So yeah, the news release pointed out that we're reviewing all of that data. We may be in the fall following up the airborne radiometric targets to actually, what that aims to do is find uranium boulders potentially coming from deposits. That's what it looks for. That was what was discovered to the west of the triple R deposit and led to the discovery of the triple R deposit. So we'll be you know, we're reviewing that data to see a follow-up. Some's been done, but conceivably more follow-up of the radiometric data. And then there's ground EM and resistivity that's already been completed, which was done just before that small drill program. So that'll be reviewed again. Even though only three drill holes were drilled in 2015, they did intersect the things that we look for that these uranium deposits are associated with. They were, in fact, graphitic shear zones, those conductors that were drilled. And there were structures there with evidence of hydrothermal alteration. Those are all the signs that we look for in exploring for those these deposits. So, you know, F3 was looking for a financial partner to be able to continue the exploration at Clearwater West. You know, as Aleem said, Sherman is a financier and entrepreneur, and he's capable of raising money to advance the exploration. He's good at raising the money and is, you know, connected with sophisticated shareholders, and he has a good team around him. So Sherman, for a long time, Sherman used to come and visit the Triple R deposit years ago and has been working with our group for a long time. So it's a per personal relationship as well. And uh, yeah, we're excited to be able to get back to work. It's a property in the right neighborhood near huge deposits. And a lot of the work's been done to generate exploration targets. So we're looking forward to what, might we, what we might be able to come up with uh, this winter and in the upcoming drill programs. Fantastic. Sherman, do you have anything to add on that? I think that really when you look at the success of Triple R and the, the Aero deposit, not to mention also if you remember the, the success that Ray and his team have had at, at F3 with the most the more recent discovery. So clearly we've got, you know, mineralization that we want to follow up at Clearwater. We're in the right district. And really what it's going to come down to is 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 raising some more capital within SKRR, in particular some flow through dollars that we can go and, and, and drill this Clearwater project. And, you know, I might add, you know, SKRR has recently cleaned up the structure of SKRR. 
So SKR only has 15 million shares outstanding. So we have a very, very low market cap. You know, we do have cash in the bank that we're going to be very careful with going forward. And that along with really tapping the interest that we're seeing in the uranium sector. I mean, F3 just recently announced a $20 million bought deal, which was, was, was grossly oversubscribed. So even in these tougher junior markets, investors are paying attention to uranium as they should. So the, the goal of the entire team and our team and Ray's team is is to really go into a in, into an area which has known mineralization and a very exciting area around the, the Clearwater West program and, and get to work. And the plan is to make another discovery. The timing couldn't be better. It, Sherman, do you mind talking a little bit about the structure of the deal to acquire Clearwater? What are the terms of that? Sure. Just to in our news release, maybe not the current news release, but we've we've alluded to the the terms of the deal in the news releases that we've published. But it's a, it's an option agreement to earn seventy percent of the the property by certain spending levels that we have to achieve over a, about a three year period. Yeah, to put that into to context, Aline F 3s new discovery, the JR zone, you know, that's grabbing a lot of the attention right now. That is located. JR zone is located about twenty five kilometers to the northwest of Triple R Fission Uranium Triple R. So you know that new discovery has very similar grades and widths to what's seen at Next Gen's Arrow and Triple R with a 15 meter wide intersections of mineralization with super high grade core, you know, like 30% uranium over a few meters. That, you know, it's really showing that, you know, there stands to be other mineralization to be found in that neck of the woods. It's an exciting new discovery. It just, I think, highlights the potential for discovery in this in this region. And to put some numbers on it too, Aleem, you know, I think the, the, the total spend is around $6 million in total over the three-year deal. You know, the main thing that we're focused on in the short term is is raising a million in in the first year for the for the initial drill program. Right. Yeah, and often Aleem, you know, it takes quite a lot of money to do the work I was describing. Airborne surveys are uh, you know, they're costly. And then the ground follow-up, all of that's been done. And really, targets were generated already that have not been tested. So that's, you know, the beauty that the next round of exploration expenditures, really a big part of that will be focused on actually drill testing targets. So so that's one of the advantages of the project is that it's got so much uh, work already previous work already done and targets that have yet to be tested. So these historical, the drilling historically, the three holes that have previously been drilled, are these all going to be, you know, played a part in this upcoming drill program for SKR? You know, are you guys going to use some of those drill holes to come up with new targets or what's your thinking behind that? Yeah, absolutely. Those drill holes are already described the nature of a few of the targets. There's something like 20 different conductive areas and 10 or 15 Uh, conductor axes that have been defined from these airborne surveys. So only a very, very small number of them were tested. The original plan was to drill uh, many more holes in that first program, something like 10 holes. But the budget constraints, that program had to be stopped early. And already, just with those three holes, that also were not really, the, the targets were not adequately tested. The holes should have been extended longer than they were. They were stopped shorter than when we re-looked at that. Then now we would have stopped them. So we're already nonetheless seeing some of the good indications that we look for. So yeah, that just reinforces that these the targets that have been generated from this 
previous airborne geophysical and ground geophysical work really uh, warrant testing. And yeah, that's why we're currently reviewing everything in light of, of what we're seeing too. As we go, the more we learn. And so we're reviewing everything really to focus the, the dollars and the work and the targets to those which we think stand the greatest chance. So it's, yeah, it's, it's really going to be, we're looking forward to this uh, program. Awesome. Sherman, what's next for Newsflow in terms of upgrading and advancing this project? Well, I think the big thing that you know investors can look forward to is you know potentially a couple different things that we're going to be talking about. One is you know SKR has other assets in the portfolio. We've got some some very good gold assets that have been advanced. You know, so we're not you know we're, we're continuing to look at potential joint venture opportunities with some of our other assets, and this can be demonstrated by our most recent transaction where we did a deal with with Fathom Nickel which is also in the news today, that they are getting ready to drill one of their nickel projects, which is now part of an overall package with Watts Lake, which was a zinc property. So SKR has, you know, continues to have some hidden gems within the portfolio. So, you know, you could see some additional news in terms of, you know, potential transactions within the company. But probably the most important thing is going into September, you know, we're, we're going to be active at the conferences, talking to high net worth individuals that are really interested in the uranium space. And we know they're out there, again, just by evidence by, you know, the most recent F3 transaction with the $20 million bought deal. We know that there's interest in uranium. So stay tuned. You know, we've, we've got a very clean share structure. You know, we've got cash in the bank and, you know, we've got what we consider to be the three Ps, which is, you know, tremendous project with Clearwater West. We've also got, you know, the right people, in particular, the operators with, with F3. And when investors look at the price, I mean, we've got an, a very low market cap and a very tight share structure. So people that are buying shares in SKR are really partnering with the geological expertise of, of F3 in a, in a nice, clean, tight vehicle. So any of the upside, all the upside that we're going to have on the discovery is really going to very much a, a, a big potential win for the for the shareholders of SKRR. I'm look I'm looking forward to the future. Ray, do you have anything else to add before we wrap up here? Well, Sherman said it. You know, I'm lucky to work with a phenomenal team, exploration team. We're lucky to have been around and been a part of high grade uranium discoveries in the basin. So we, you know, we've learned from that. A great team of people. And we have a track record of discovery as a team. So, And then the Clearwater West property with trends that are parallel to the ones that trend on to the, it could be this extend onto the PLS property in the right neck of the woods with a lot of exploration and modern and the right kind of data already for us to review and work on. And I see that, you know, a clear path forward, follow up of airborne radiometric anomalies before the snow flies, and then more ground geophysics to define additional conductors that airborne conductors and then a review of all that to select the best targets and really fairly quickly we've generated high quality drill targets that we can go right to testing with you know early on in the when we get back to work at Clearwater so it's a it's a great partnership and with the ability to go forward so I'm I'm really looking forward to it with you and your team behind this I'm confident that it's going to work out Thank you guys so much for your time today. I hope we can stay in touch in the future, and I look forward to seeing more results. Yeah, you bet, Aline. Thank you. Thanks so much, Aline. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and remember to follow us on social media, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. This episode should not be considered investment advice. Always do your own due diligence.